That is the sound of a broom, ladies and gentlemen. Our red legs have officially swept the Houston Astros. Newman, what do you think? Yeah, I think we're ready to go, ready to go on a run, going into big series versus the Milwaukee Brewers at Milwaukee. Four games. Yes, we are pumped up, and welcome back to the episode, of the, another episode of the Reds Perch Podcast with Massey and Newman. Big sweep for our Cincinnati Red Legs this week as we – we beat the Astros. We we beat we beat them pretty well, not handily. Today was a comeback, but it was a great it was a great uh, series for our team, and I think a great experience builder. And not only that, maybe a good uh, momentum builder as we are inter- getting closer and closer to the All Star. Very good for the young players, gaining some confidence. They went up against two top pitchers, Justin Verlander. We made and Verlander Garrett, look bad, and Garrett Cole. Yes. And they really showed what they could do. I think you could you could kind of tell from just the body language in general that you know they, they showed showed a little bit more confidence in, uh, now than they did at the start of the year. Some of these guys coming into their own. Fans got into it today. Those that were down there uh, looked like a nice day to be there at the ballpark, despite a little rain shower. But uh, really, the 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 guys are starting to come together. It looks like they got a lot of team chemistry going. And it's really impressive. Yeah, obviously, if, you, if if no one didn't get to catch the game, it was an afternoon game today. If some of you were working, I'm sure you already know that Winker had a walk-off single against the Astros today. And something I loved about the end of that game, Newman, was not only – I mean, everybody knows how much I love Nick Senzel, but he gets the big hit, knocks Peraza in, and then when Senzel gets hit in by Winker, Senzel, as soon as he gets up, Goes running after Jesse Winker, and I'm sorry, Jesse Winker's a nut job, dude. He's hilarious. He's just out there. Jesse Winker took his uh, his Gatorade buckets in stride today. He yes, was, he, he didn't try to run from it; just took it like a man. See, I mean, and, and like I said, it looked like they just they were all just they're all crazy for each other and all wanting to play for each other, and it was a really good win for our team. And like I said, a good series against a lot of good pitchers. And I think this is something to definitely work on because a big reason this was a huge series for us, and we won our last four straight, haven't we? Well, it reminded uh, I. It kind of reminded me of the uh, what is I guess it's been twenty years nineteen ninety nine. Oh my! Um, it looked like it looked like the enthusiasm and the the momentum in nineteen ninety nine. Some of the people have already said that some of the moves they made before the season, you know, try to try to turn things around and build a winner real quick, you know, like nineteen ninety nine. Also, like nineteen ninety nine, I remember a big series in nineteen ninety nine. The Reds went on the road and played four games against a division leading Houston Astros. And they swept them on the road and put them tied with the Astros. And then I don't think they ever looked back. They were they rode, that, rode that out to 96 wins that year. Um, similar to that, we had the Red Legs this weekend, four games against the division-leading Brewers. Yes, Brewers um, and the Cubs are fighting for the top of, our, top of our division. Huge, huge series for us because all of a sudden we're back in this thing, Newman. We're not in last place no more. This no. is the first podcast where we haven't been in last place. Yeah, we were talking about possibly making that run. Maybe this is the start of the run. Uh, we actually wrote some preliminary notes earlier this week about a uh, th- some what-if segments that we may be adding in here. And one of them was if the Reds are – Ten games behind at the All Star break. What do we do? But that right now we're we're five games out and on a winning streak, four game winning streak, and going in to face the Brewers. So uh, you know things are looking up. Yeah, a lot of people thought there for a while since we've been in the cellar, thinking 
Um, you know, we didn't have a great start once again, but they a lot of people thinking that we might trade and just unload house again or something at the All-Star break. But all of a sudden, it looks like our red legs are getting hot. Our pitching's been better, um, in my opinion. It's not, I mean, still not amazing, not World Series caliber, but it's better. But in the NL Central, I just want to go over the standings right now. We have the Cubs at 39-33, and fighting it off with the Brewers at 40-34. and Then the Cardinals, Card Girls, at 37-35. and And then our Red Legs at 34-38, and and our Pirates at 32-40. and All of a sudden, Newman, it's looking like, you know, 40, the Brewers have 40 wins. That's that's only six games back. I mean, five games back, we're 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 in this thing. We're, we got a chance at making a run at this thing. Yeah, and and a lot of the uh, the 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 statistics have shown that the Reds lost a lot of close games. Their uh, Pythagorean win loss is actually forty and thirty one, which would put them in first place. So some of this is starting to turn around. You know, they've won a couple close games against the Astros, and I think that that goes to show you that you know the odds the odds are that things are going to change a little bit for the good. So that's that's a promising sign. I mean, yes, and if you look at our runs to runs allowed, we've had 303 runs altogether with 263 runs allowed. So the question isn't us scoring. And a lot of those losses, I felt like a lot of the issues early in the year were just a lot of young knucklehead mistakes. And it feels like they're finally starting to come together a little bit. And we're starting to get timely hits, too. And I feel like we're getting our pitching some backup and some, some good things are happening. And batting average that. is starting to creep up there a little bit. You know, Yasiel Puig's up to I think two twenty nine today. A couple couple of days ago, he was at two thirteen. He kind of bumped up her a little bit. Yes. Um, and then you know, uh, Nick Senzel's getting in, getting more comfortable playing. Uh, you know, sort of the the role that Nick Senzel you thought he would at the plate. And uh, done a nice job stepping in in a big time way at the leadoff spot. Jesse Winker's been hot the last couple of days. Those are all good things to see. Um, and the Reds, uh, you know, we mentioned possibly trading off people or, you know, making trades for contenders. The Reds are getting ready to get back some reinforcements. Scooter Jeanette started a rehab assignment this week at Daytona. Yes. Be nice to be at Daytona this week. We also had Alex Wood pitching again, throwing again a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he threw so, some live batting practice. Yes. And, you know, no, no, uh, n- nothing, for, no soreness, nothing negative from that. Looks like he's ready to go do some rehab starts. And around that all-star break, we should get those guys back. Okay, so my question is, Newman, we kind of talked about this in the last segment. With Scooter Jeanette coming back, what then happens to our lineup? Obviously, Peraz is the guy that's going to be sat down, correct? And what, how do you think it shakes up our lineup? How do, you, how do you think of the order of the lineup? How do you think that's going to mess with us a little bit with Scooter coming back? Well, do you I think, think they start him initially or they kind of slowly bring him back uh, in? I think he, he starts as much as he can handle. Um, you notice that today they played Derek Dietrich for Votto. I think Votto gets some more days off. Mm-hmm. I think Derek Dietrich plays all over the field. He plays some outfield also. Uh, may fill in on off days for Scooter. Uh, I think you see more of uh, Peraza possibly playing a little outfield also, mixing in there and giving guys a day off. But uh, the depth's not a bad problem to have. That's a good thing. Um, but I think you know Scooter comes right back in. You, you don't scoot. You don't set Scooter Jeanette. Scooter Jeanette's two time. You know, back-to-back all-star, one of the best second basemen in the game offensively. I don't think that they set him to begin with. Um, I think he comes right in there. Uh, the uh, the big thing later on would be, uh, it's going to play out in the next couple of weeks, is where does Alex Wood fit in the rotation? Mm-hmm. I, he definitely goes in the rotation. There's no doubt. He's, he's a proven commodity. 
he goes in the rotation somewhere, but, you know, where does he go? Well, we discussed the last time we didn't think they would keep six or anything like that. I mean, so we said Descalfani was the one we thought would get pushed out, right? Yeah, he, he threw very well he yesterday. He threw very well against the Astros yesterday. Tyler Malley coming off a bad outing, and uh, he, he threw well today. Yeah, and so so that, now you have the question, where's that guy going to fit in, and where do you think he – okay, now talk. we talked about order of lineup, but I want to go back to Scooter real quick after we talk about Alex Wood. Where do you think – Wood goes into our rotation, you know, with some of these guys pitching pretty well. And then if – I guess it, I don't, we're not at the what if or anything like that. But also if when Wood comes back, who, who does get moved around out of the starting rotation? Um, I think it's still going to be Descafani, even though he had a good show yesterday, unless it just keeps going. Um, and then what do you do with him? Do you use him in a different role? Yeah. I think both of those guys need to remain on the on the major league roster. Um, mm-hmm. You know they they've had a little bit of bull, bullpen injuries out there. Robert Stevenson was hurt, Juan Peralta, um, but I think those guys probably end up uh, staying on the on the uh, active roster. Uh, Matt Bowman came up through some good innings, so you know this depth again is a good problem to have. Uh, you, you got guys fighting it out. In fact, it uh, looks like uh, we didn't know this, but apparently we have some guys fighting it out for the closure role. Yes, and this is actually something I texted Newman, uh, I think it was two nights ago, the first night this happened. I know it's on a lot of people's mind. A lot of people are thinking, what's David Bell doing? It's worked to this point, but Newman's got some great points about this that I didn't think about. But obviously, last couple of years, Rossiel Iglesias has been our closer. He's been all-star. I mean, he's been great, has, has had a lot of ups and downs this year. And then two nights ago, um, Lorenzen, Michael Lorenzen comes in and closes out the game, and then he closes out again last night. Newman, do you think this is something that Bell's going to stick with, or do you just think it's smoke and mirrors? Because you know how he is. He's, he's a little different with his pitching. He does some weird things with it. My, my personal opinion, I really don't know if I have a personal opinion. I really like Michael Lorenzen. I love how fired up he gets to play. I love how he, he throws with passion. But Iglesias, you know, he's been in that role. He's he's thrown against a lot better. He's closed a lot, and he's a lot more experienced. So what do you think Bell's doing? Do you think this is a legit thing, or do you just think it was a couple games? You know, the other night it looked like that Iglesias was struggling, and he walked a couple batters, and he gave up, you know, gave up some hits there. And I think he – you know, David Bell's not the type of guy who's afraid to to make a move if the guy's not on his game that night. And I think that both the you know, everyone everyone had the right things to say. These guys are professionals. They they took it the right way. You know, they're team first guys, and I, that's kind of commendable in a way that there's not there's not an ego that gets in the way there. Now the uh, second night, this is the point where I think that it may have been uh, not really win his plan. Mm-hmm. I don't think the plan was from Lorenzen to pitch back to back nights. Okay, um, the, if you remember. Uh, Amir Garrett started that inning, gave up the home run to to yes. Bergman. Uh, for some reason, he struggles getting right-handers out. He's going to have to work on that. It's a, just a, a flaw right now. He's just got to you know mature as a pitcher and be able to get right-handed batters out to become that that stopper, that closer type role that we look at for him to bring even bring him into this conversation. But I, I think Amir Garrett was supposed to pitch the eighth inning until he ran into trouble, and then this was a high leverage situation. Iglesias came in and basically faced the heart of their order and got him out. Um, then in the bottom of the inning, they had his spot came up in the batting order, and they pinch hit for him. 
And then basically that forced their hand. They had to put in a different pitcher, and then they put in Lorenzen in the ninth. I think the plan was for uh, Amir Garrett to pitch the eighth and, and and Iglesias to go back to pitch the ninth. But well, obviously Garrett kinda, struggled and it led away from It kind of uh, was a more of a high-leverage spot in the eighth than the ninth because the ninth inning, um, Lorenzen, I believe, had the six, seven, eight batters with a clean inning mm-hmm. to start the inning. And I think that – Maybe builds a little bit more confidence. Um, Iglesias definitely was in the more high leverage spot there. So, you know, thinking the way David Bell probably thinks sometimes, you know, he, he's looking at it as a situation where I'm going to throw my best pitcher against their best hitters, which was the eighth inning rather than the ninth. Yeah. And see, and, and I was a little different a couple of days. Like I said, I'm a big Lorenzen. But after you mentioned that to me before we started the show, I was like, ah, he's got a great point. I. I don't think – so you're just saying it's smoke and mirrors. There's nothing to look too much into right now at least. Unless he puts him back out there again this weekend against the Brew Crew. I think he, sudden, he is going to put the guy that he thinks can get the other team's batters out into the, the, into the baseball game. And he showed that he, the situation. he does things unconventional. He does things that, you know, usually typically you put your closer in every single time. And he showed us he's not exactly going to follow that script because that's how David Bell is. So, um, but yeah, so um, – what do you all think about the Iglesias and Lorenzen deal? Do you all think that Bell's going to try to play with Lorenzen at closer? I know a lot of people are kind of freaking out about this. My my dad, if you're listening, I know you're freaking out about this, but I'm going to go with Newman on this one after talking to him. I think it's going to be Iglesias. Big K, I'm sorry if he's listening <laughs> out there. Um, so, also, I wanted to go back real quick. I know this is kind of backstepping, but you were talking about Scooter earlier, and um, – I, I, I 100% agree. Scooter's an all-star. Scooter has showed his worth. He batted 310 last year. Guy can hit, um, plays hard. My question is, with the groin injury, you know how some of these injuries get, does he maybe play a little safer? And also, how long till we get the Scooter Jeanette of old back? That's my that's what couple because is he is he essentially doing spring training when he gets back trying to get used to the speed of getting into the game trying to get used to that stuff again I'm just curious what you think about um, that. um I think I think he comes in just fine I think mm-hmm. he comes in uh, 100 miles an hour yeah. I think that's just how the guy plays tries to hit the ball as hard as he can every I time. think he I think that's just how he plays between him and Dietrich I, I don't know who swings harder it it should be I, I'd like to go down and watch batting practice those two guys. They, they should have some sort of home run derby competition or something because those guys swing out of their shoes both on the left side. I think they both want to hit it in the river. Every single time. Every single time. Okay. And uh, like we said earlier, Newman, we're, we're starting to dig ourselves out. Of the, I think scooters – I think it's going to take them a couple weeks also. But starting to dig ourselves out of the cellar a little bit. Do you think this is the start of something great? I, I, I'm a, Like a fun time – or are we going a little bit of a run here? I personally think it is before the All-Star break. I think we're going to go on a little bit of a run here and start having a little bit of fun watching these red legs again. Um, do you think this is the start of something good, or do you think we're just? We just well, I think, a, certainly I think we just had a good series against the Astros, and or my, you know, I'm no, I, I think there definitely there definitely is some. Uh, there, they do have the talent to do this. Uh, if you looked at the pitching matchups, uh, we have the better ERA for a starter in every pitching matchup this weekend, except for the last game, and that's just by uh, hundreds of a run on the ERA. And so that that shows you, you know, you got some you got some quality starters. You should be in every game, yes, theoretically, as far as the numbers show. And our hitters are starting to come on. Uh, you know, they've looked better. We're starting to get timely hits. The young guys starting to fill in. You know, let's cross our fingers and hope that this I, is the start. I think the run. encouraging thing about this is that we're not twenty games out. We're only yeah. five. And it's June. It's late June. We're getting to that. And and you all of a sudden you're not in last anymore. And I believe Pittsburgh's losing right now, so we might gain another game on them. 
I was looking at it earlier. Pittsburgh is currently lo- – well, they're winning, sorry. They were losing. Um, and then I think the Card Girls are losing too. But anyway, and the Brewers lost. So, uh, you know, some te- obviously some things have to happen for us to help do that. But it feels – it just – if even though we're in – we're not in the first or second. It feels like we're in it. It doesn't feel like we're completely out right. of it. And that's encouraging as a Reds fan. You know, there's a lot of hype for this team, hoping and, and maybe it'll turn around. We've seen some crazy things happen in this league. Um, so I, I'm hoping that it happens. And I just wanted to read this to you, Newman, real quick. You know, according to BaseballReference.com, our playoff odds are now 4.8% to make the postseason. And get this. You're a math guy. Zero point four percent to win the World Series. Uh, so you're so you're telling me there's a chance. Lloyd Christmas, you're telling Lloyd me. Lloyd Christmas from Dumb there and Dumber is a chance. You're, I, so you're telling I, me there's a chance. I really think we're going to make a little bit of run. I hope I'm right, but you never know. We might come out and lose our next five. I hope not. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to have positive thinking. I'm going to have a good thinking about that. Um, also, I, I, I just thought of this. Oh, this wasn't a part of our script, but right now. And we can talk about this more later as we get closer, especially when they pick it. But who's our all-stars right now? I mean, it, Iglesias, Jose Iglesias is an all-star. Well, Castillo could very well start, and, start the all-star. And Castillo could start. Is that – I mean, who – because you look at Iglesias. I mean, he's batting 289, but also his glove. He had a sweet, like, Olay move today to Derek, when he threw it over to Derek Medetrick. I mean, the guy is playing gold-gloved style shortstop. Where he um, is right now with his batting average and his offensive numbers to go along with the defense, I – Definitely think he is a um, he is an all star. The only problem has he is, ever been an all star, Jose? Well, I, I'm not sure, but I don't think he's on the all star ballot. So how do you? I think he he would have to be select either either on a write in or he would have to be selected by the manager. That's getting hosed, man. Yeah, it's. I think it. I, I'm not sure, but you guys might have to check. Fans, check that and see. But if not, then write in Jose Iglesias. He so, deserves it. So who do you think definitely is an all-star other than Castillo right now? You think it's going to be I think Castillo. Um, I think uh, Suarez has had like a, a slump as of late, but he he's kind of a uh, known commodity now at third base. Mm-hmm. He could possibly make it. Um, you know, other than that, you know, I think I think right now you got to respect even uh, Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich is uh, slugging over 600 right now with 18 home runs. In, in more or less a uh, spotty time as far as in the field. So, you know, that's probably an unexpected one. I don't know if he'll he'll in, in the end make it. Um, you know, your other pitchers, uh, I'm not really sure as far as if there's another pitcher besides Castillo. Yeah. But uh, Castillo is probably a definite lock. You, you just made me think of one more thing. Where, when Scooter comes back, what happens to Dietrich? Yeah, I think he's all over the. I think he's all over. Just gonna the play diamond. him everywhere. Yeah, okay. we talked about it a little bit earlier. I think he's all over the place. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, y'all, and, and for the last thing I wanted to talk about today, everybody out there in the podcast world, we need more listeners. We need you to listen more. Yeah, help a, help a guy out. Man. Do you not like the Reds? Do you not like Newman? We we know we know Newman's eighth grade. I mean, eighth period, seventh period, eighth grade math yeah. class listens. Do one for Noom. Do for the Noomer. Do the, new me, new yeah. me. Any of the above, I'll take whatever I can get. Listen, we can post these things on Facebook and Instagram, but is and listen, you don't even have to listen. If you listen to only five minutes, it still counts as a listener. Yeah, 
I, or you can just listen to us spotty wise. At least just subscribe. We might even let you be a guest guest uh, guest on our show. Because while we may not be able to get our wives to listen to this podcast, we can try to get you guys to listen to this podcast. But my wife's not too technologically savvy. She, I, I'm not sure that she knows how to how to go on the old podcast world. Well, yet. We'll, have to, we'll have to teach her. It's 10 o'clock inside of county. My wife's probably in bed. Yeah. So, but anyway, what do you all think about the Red Legs currently? Please share, uh, subscribe, uh, listen to our podcast. The Instagram's up now, right? Is well, that a my, thing? My personal Instagram is up. So Newman's personal Instagram is up. It's jeremy.newman.4. And he's going to be sharing. On the IG. And he's going to share the podcast on there. Yeah, Ali said I'm the OG on the IG. The original Newman. Okay, yeah. and I will be posting it on our Facebook page as well. I also like to share a lot of Reds articles that I read on there, Reds recaps and things like that. Um, so what do you all think about the Red Legs? Do you think this is the start of something great, or you just think it's one of those things where you just go out and sweep a good team and it is what it is? Uh, comment on this uh, on this post and let us know, and please keep listening. This has been the Redsburg Podcast with Massey Ann. Newman. Thank you very much.